Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama, and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues. Our guest today is Jerry Norman from Mobile, Iowa. And we're going to talk with Jerry about his adventures in the music industry. The jingle that hits like a single. That's the slogan for Jingle Lingo. It's an advertising vehicle designed to create a unique and personal jingle to promote and position your business and make it stand out above the crowd. Think of all the musical jingles you've heard through the years, right? Who came up with that? Who wrote this jingle? Jingle Lingo can and will put your business into higher vision and focus on all your advertising needs. Jingle Lingo, custom made and custom designed with you and for you through the talents of accomplished singer and songwriter Courtney Davis Jackson. Check them out today. Get to work on your personalized musical jingle from Jingle Lingo. www.jinglelingo. The jingle that hits like a single. So, Jerry Norman from Mobile, Iowa. Where is Mobile, Iowa? Oh, we're in the northwest part of the state. You know, we're up by Nebraska, uh-huh. South Dakota, that general area. Never been anywhere near that. The closest I've ever been to there was uh, maybe Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. That's the closest I think I've been to that area. Yeah, yeah that's pretty close, actually. We'll need to get up there sometime because it's a beautiful country. It really is. Um, I'm actually a California transplant. I moved here many years ago, and uh, we like it here. I'm not crazy about the winters. That's something I, yeah. <laughs> I, I never really got used to, you know. So. Are you in a city city? Like, are, do you live in town, or are you on the outskirts out on a farm, or what? I live out on a farm. Yeah. Uh, we transplanted them from the city. We, we lived in Sioux City for many years, uh-huh. and... Uh, there is a quite a vibrant music scene in Sioux City. Uh, so that helped me along. And then we kind of got tired of the city. And, um, but, you know, I'm at that age. I'm kind of looking at retirement. But we moved out to the country. I live on a, a, a three-acre acreage. Okay. And there is a small, you know, the small town of Mobile is, is oh, maybe three miles away. So it's a pretty... Pretty peaceful, subtle, quiet existence. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I have you as a, a guitar player. You're a solo act. You don't have a band. Is that correct? Or did you have a band? Or what's the evolution? Oh, yeah, of where yeah. You are? How, like, how did you get to where you are today? I've been in many bands over the years. Uh, over the years. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was living in California as a kid in like the mid and late 70s, uh, I was in a lot of garage bands. I played bars. I played private parties. I did a lot of that. And then more recently, um, oh, maybe maybe six, eight years ago, I was in a band. Uh, I played with a band called the Cammy Misfits up in um, Vermilion, South Dakota. And I've been talking to them recently, and I'm going to try to hook up with them sometime soon before the snow starts flying up here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just good time. Uh, musical brothers and sisters, uh, you probably already know this, but it, it, it really helps you along in life. They understand 
where you're coming from and where you're going. And uh, I want to get up and see them and make some music. That'd be cool. How far are you from Sioux City? Um, Sioux City, Sioux City is maybe 20 minutes. Oh. And the band that I play with, they're actually up in South Dakota. They're in Vermilion, South Dakota. Okay. And that's maybe, you know, 45 minutes an hour. It's a little, a little traveling. Uh-huh. And what kind of music do you prefer, Jerry? Like, uh, the Vermilion, what, what was the band? Vermilion, what, what's? Um, me personally, I prefer uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, Influence-wise, uh, I kind of reach out to everything. Uh, I remember, you know, some of my earliest influences, uh, I can remember, like, riding in a, in a pickup truck when, with my dad when I was five or six years old. Oh, wow. And AM radio, you know, and he'd be playing... 60s and 70s um, country western music, the real the real country western music, and so I have a lot of influence in that. And some other things that influenced me were I lived in the Bay Area, Northern California, huge music scene, really big music scene. So that whole time and place really in, influenced my playing and the direction that I go. Um, I like everything though. I, lo- I love reggae. I love country western. I love rock and roll. I love rhythm and blues. And I kind of, uh, I've noticed musically, I kind of have moods. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I feel, you know, like the song goes, a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, lately I've been playing whatever. You know, whatever I feel like. And it's it's a great thing to do. Um, so anyways, yeah. You're a writer. You write a lot of your own music, or do you just write only your music now? Do you stop, Do you no longer do cover music, or do you still... Uh... Um, writing, for me, is fairly new. Like, okay. in the last five or six years, I've seriously sat down and, and written a few songs. I'm not very good at it. Um, I have a big interest in it, though. Uh-huh. So I'm working on that. I'm working these days. I'm working a lot. My mindset, anyways, is towards original music. I want to produce, you know, a collection of original songs, an album, so to speak, um, and then kind of work from there. So that's that. Those are my plans. I want to start playing live. I want to get some original stuff together and uh what i have planned for the future musically and maybe connect with your old boys up north right you know what you said absolutely yeah. and connect with there's a there's a lot of good musicians in two city you know That's and uh, connect with some of them maybe play some clubs and bars and festivals and and that type of thing um i'm kind of uh you know, looking back on my musical life, in the past, you know, there was always the family, the mortgage, yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of responsibility. And a lot of those responsibilities, why I do still have responsibility, a lot of them are no longer an issue. So it, it, it has allowed me to invest in my music. Um, so I'm really, yeah. Long story short, I've really gotten into it in the last eight or ten years, 
If you were to hook up with a band, Jerry, would you hook up as a vocalist, as a rhythm player, as a lead guitar player, bass player? What would you do? I think ideally, my place in a band would be, um, I would be a decent rhythm guitar player. I think I would be a great singer for the right songs in the, in the right genre. Uh-huh. Uh, any place, you know, any place with your musical brothers and sisters uh, together is a great thing, you know. Right. So, right. But no, me personally, I would either play rhythm guitar or I would probably sing. Uh-huh. And that's, that's what I see myself doing. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had to clear my throat. I had to wait for a break so I could clear my throat. I will, I will be editing this out. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> all right. Three, two. Well, all of our guests, Jerry, send me songs and we talk about the songs and where they came from as a songwriter. And then we play the songs. Well, the first song of yours that you sent me is a, ironically, it's a song called Catfish. And I say ironically, because one of the bigger music stars in uh, in Iowa is a guy named Catfish Keith, plays out of Iowa City, and he's on the show tomorrow. So I thought it was really kind of funny that uh, I'd, I'd lined him up, and then I got your song list from you, and the first song I saw in there was Catfish. I said, this is too bizarre. <laughs> I got a guy from Iowa <laughs> named Catfish and a guy from Iowa with a song called Catfish. So tell me about the song Catfish. What's that about? Where's it come from? What inspired it? And uh, take it from there. Okay, well, my introduction to the song, uh, I believe it's called Catfish Blues. Uh, my introduction to it was through Jimi Hendrix, believe it or not. Oh, okay. And uh, he does a bang-up version of it, just like he does with everything else. And uh, rhythm and blues have always kind of, uh, there's just something about it. It draws me to it. You know, it's really... Uh, it's heart music. Yeah. Uh, up the thing, you know, it tells, it tells stories, uh, that aren't always necessarily happy stories, but, uh, it's part of life anyways. But, uh, anyways, the song happened. Yeah. That's where I got, that's where I got the song from. And, um, because Hendrick, that's about Hendrick. It. yeah, it's covers. It's a cover and, uh, it's a great cover. Oh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, a lot of people have covered the song. Oh, absolutely. I've heard I've heard other versions. Of, I've probably heard, you know, five, six other versions of it. I'm sure there's a lot more. It's, right, right. It's funny. There's always those songs, you know. There's those songs that uh, I'm trying to think of an artist. Uh, like Fast Waller. Like, you hear a Fast Waller oh, yeah. song. Yeah. Some of his songs have probably been done hundreds of times, you know what I mean? And nobody really knows it because he was an artist from, like, what, the 20s and 30s? Uh, 30s, 40s, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, he goes back. <laughs> but anyways, uh, there are those kinds of songs, and, and a Catfish Blues is one of those. You know, it's heartfelt. It's uh, deep blues, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I dig that genre, and... Uh, it influences me a lot. Yeah, when my, my my mates and I get together at my place in Missouri, that's what we'll do. We'll take a song like Catfish Blues, and we'll play we'll play the damn thing for an hour. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> it drives, yeah, it drives, you can, and it, you can play it for an hour and keep it interesting too. You right. know, at the same time. But uh, 
But at any rate, yeah, and, that's uh, the story behind that. Um, unless, unless you're a drummer that likes more accent, you know, we've <laughs> got a, a drummer yeah, friend yeah, of ours. Yeah drummer friend of ours that'll we'll, we'll be jamming on tin pan alley or something like that or you know something like you know that, like catfish blues and we'll just be going we'll be taking turns th- you know throwing leads back and forth with two or three guitar players we're having a great right, time right. and then all of a sudden he'll just go boom 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 like he wants to end the song now <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny that you should mention that because uh, uh i mentioned the people up in south dakota well they're this drummer friend of mine up there yeah and Every time I talk to him, he's like, you really need to do a faster song. He's like, I, he's into metal. He grew up with metal, like yeah. Midwest metal, whatever that is. And uh, that's what he always says that. He's like, let's do an up-tempo song. And I, and I did kind of cut my teeth on that kind of stuff uh, back in California. You know, there was a big metal scene, and I was at, at that age, that rebellious age. Right. So, you know, every once in a while... Or I used to go up there a lot and we play metal songs. But he wants me to come back up and, and he wants to do some metal stuff. So I'm kind of excited about that. Well, until we get to that point, let's get back to this one. And we're going to play your first song here, okay? Because that's it's my kind of music anyway. And it's what you gave us. So the first song here with Jerry Norman from Mobile, Iowa, and his rendition of Catfish Blues. Oh, my God. 
Catfish Blues with Jerry Norman, our guest here on the Music of America podcast, coming at you from Mobile, Iowa, or Mobile, Iowa. We've all done this before. You find that perfect tone you're looking for, and then, bam, the club owner comes up and says you're too loud, right? You've got to change that which you've spent maybe an hour trying to achieve to get that tone, you know, that one where you're always in the sweet spot. Well, introducing the Lexi from Landry Amps. The Lexi is a 100-watt amp that has at its core a vintage plexi circuit. The Lexi has a rhythm crunch channel and a boosted lead channel. It has digital reverb, a tube buffered effects loop, depth control, and an awesome voice switch. It has considerably more gain than a plexi does, but at volumes that range from a whisper all the way up to concert volume, but it's designed to be played at those lower volumes. The two channels each have their own gain and master volume control, but they share the EQ. It's really cool. So you can be playing Get That Tone at a low volume or at a loud volume. It doesn't affect it either way because that shared EQ. It's really cool. You can check it out at Landry Amps. They have a YouTube channel, Landry Amps, or just check them out at their website. It's www.landryamps.com. Jerry, what do you play through? What uh, what guitar do you play mostly? Do you have a specific guitar? Do you have several that you play? Um, I have I have quite a few. I have too many guitars, as my wife would say. No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> my my go to is I have an American Standard Stratocaster uh-huh. from 2018, and I play that through uh, a little Fender amp. It's a it's a Fender Mustang too, I believe. Really? Uh, and the technology has really come a long ways with amps. It's just amazing what this little thing can do. Uh-huh. So, so it's a solid state or a tube amp? It's solid state. Yeah. I uh, I had a crate came out. I grew up in St. Louis, so crate was made or designed, I think, in St. Louis, St. Louis Sound. And Guitar Center always had these really cool crate amps that had all these different sounds and voices to them and everything. And it was a fun toy, I thought, until I played through my first tube amp. And yeah, I, I'm an analog guy all the way, man. I can't do the digital anymore. It's just that every time I do it or I hear it, it just like it's like scratching a chalkboard to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is amazing, uh, you know, how far they've come with with amp, amp, amplifiers and yeah. stuff. Uh, and I, I agree with you. I do like two vamps. I played through a few, and I prefer that. Um, Especially for the blues, man, because when you, the blues is such a feel music, you know. And a two vamp, a two vamp gives you that warmth or that ugliness, yeah. you know, that gritty, growly sound sometimes. And you can you can almost get it with some yeah. solid state. That's me on my soapbox about tubes versus hand. Yeah, it seems like a, whenever I play and I'm trying to find a sound, you know, for whatever song I'm working on, uh-huh. uh, that seems difficult. It doesn't come natural for me. Yeah. Uh, the, the voicing and the feeling and the, and the color and stuff, I, I don't really understand that all that much. But I try my best. I found it best to just close my eyes and if it quote, feels right, then I'm in the right place. And if it doesn't feel right, then I got to do something different. And that's, that's the only way it works for me, you know? And, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Your intuition tells you what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Kind of go from there. 
Well, it's kind of funny you brought up something about that. You, uh, you, I, I, what the words you just used was work in progress, but the next song we're going to play, you said is a work in progress. It's called Dispensary Lady. So why don't we talk about that? Because most of the people that come to the show have come with finished products. And I love this idea that it's a work in progress. So let's talk about where you are, how you get to where you are with this song and where you see it going. Okay. Uh, yeah, the motivation for the song was uh, some recent stuff that has, has happened here in Iowa. Uh, medical cannabis come about in Iowa, and I believe it's a good thing. And I wanted to try to stand behind what I believe in, so I came up with the idea of the song. Um, and I have been, it's about a month and a half old, and I've been working on it. I think probably what I'm going to do is try to get together with the band uh-huh. and work out the details and this and that, and turning into something. The song reminds me, it reminds me of like a, a 1970s AM radio pop song. You know, it, it's a love song, basically. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that's the way, that's the way I perceive it anyway. So anyways, yeah, I'm working, long story short, I am working on it, and, uh, I will. I will maybe holler at you and send you a copy of it when it when it's done. Okay, that'd be cool. So, what is this uh, evolutionary process? Did you just start with an idea that you want to write a song about this, or did you come up with some music one day and thought, "Boy, it'd be fun to put a song together." What do I want to write about? How did that happen? Did you were you a lyrics first or music first guy? Whenever I do music, I don't really. Uh, I don't do it like that. I don't, you know think in my mind, well, I'm going to write this song about this or this song about that. Usually what I do is I sit down and I work out some chords and I try to get a vibe oh, musically. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, whatever, uh, explain this? whatever that music, whatever kind of feeling or vibe that music gives me will give me direction towards lyrics. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, and, and a lot of people do that, actually. I talk to a yeah. lot of songwriters, and they, they let the music lead them to the lyric. And, Absolutely. Uh, and, and, the, and the other way, too. I've had a lot of people that will have, they'll have something they want to say, and they'll sit there and they'll just, the, the phrase that I use a lot, or I hear a lot, too, is noodling. They'll noodle around on the guitar until... Yeah, I've heard it, too, yeah. yeah. Until, and that's, the one, yeah, one finds the other. Yeah, it's really cool. So now you've got the the foundation, you've got the idea of what you want to do with your song, and you've got some of the song. Where do you want to go with this? What do you want to, you want to add drums? You want to add horns? You want to keep it simple? What do you want to do next? I could see, um, that song, I could see just like a regular four or five piece band. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, the, 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 the idea or the feel that I want for the song is that it is that 70s pop song that you listened to when you were 17, you know, right. 12, 13. Um, because there is, I, I always feel like there's kind of a shortage of, of uh, positive, happy songs. You know, we could always use more of those. Yeah. I. It's so funny you say that because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the list of songs that I'm working on right now, and there's just not a whole lot of happy songs out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, it is kind of a reflection of things happening around us. But, uh, but you know, we could all use that. We could all use that, 
that uplifting, positive, hopeful vibe. You know, yeah. it's good. That's what I like about reggae music. You know, it just really lifts you up. It really does. It really does. And we're going to see if Dispensary Lady does that. This is a work in progress. We're just going to hear what you have so far and see if it lifts us up. So we're with Jerry Norman from Mobile, Iowa. And this song, In the Works, is called Dispensary Lady. Once it's done, do me a favor and email it to me to the Music of America podcast, okay? And then we'll we'll put it in the rotation for people to hear the finished product. That'd be really cool. All right. Outstanding. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, for sure. And we're gonna talk about a Zeppelin's piece that you're working on in a moment. But first I want to talk about a place in Vermont called River Ridge Farm. River Ridge Farm, Vermont's recreation lover's dream, is a gorgeous vacation rental nestled in the green mountains of Vermont. River Ridge Farm is an escape to everything wonderful Vermont has to offer. This historic farmhouse is set atop 16 acres of fields with mountain views, pasture, a pond, tree-lined river frontage. Go out and enjoy this beautiful spot in the heart of the Green Mountain State, along with multiple nearby ski and mountain resorts, breweries, hiking and biking trails, other tourist activities. This spot is unique due to its multiple mountain views and resident farm animals. If you talk to the owner and host, Diana, about coming, set up a pet interaction with her. You get to pet the pigs or just stay at the farm for a comfortable farm stay. Modern farmhouse will sleep 11 guests easily. There's enough space to throw events up there or just relax and rejuvenate in this beautiful environment and Vermont landscape. Check them out. It's River Ridge Farm on Facebook. You'll find them by going to River Ridge Farm Jeffersonville. Okay. Because there's a lot of River Ridge Farms in this country. So to find this one, it's River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville. Or if you want to look at the pictures and whatnot, go through Airbnb, River Ridge Farm. Vermont's recreation lover's dream. So Jerry, you went from California to Iowa, and I've heard so many stories of people doing it the other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, what it, caused it, that? It was interesting. What caused the migration from the West Coast to the Midwest? Uh, me and my wife were just kind of tired of the rat race, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a it's a much faster lifestyle, and uh, it's more expensive. You know, there's yeah. a lot more to consider um and 
we were ready for a change. You know, I think it was a good change overall. Iowa has been very good to me. Uh, what, what were you doing overall. when you were in California? Were you just doing music or were you uh, doing something else? Uh, well, I was a, a, a chef by trade for years and years. Oh. So, uh, I worked in that field in California, and then I came out here and, and worked in that field and worked at you know, country clubs and hotels and restaurants yeah. and things like that. Like that. So, yeah, that's kind of my money, my work background. Yeah. I wish I'd have known that. I'd be, I'd be calling you chef throughout the show now because I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe I can come to a catering for you guys. Yeah. Did you say you're down in Missouri, right? I'm in Vermont right now, and then in <laughs> November I'll be in Missouri till about April. Yeah. Okay. So I have dual citizenship, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I love it in Vermont. It's just the winters are. They're not really brutal. They're just really long. Like it's yeah September and the leaves yeah, are really changing up here, man. So yeah, I hear you. I, we're kind. Of, I, I'm kind of feeling the same way. Um, uh, we're thinking about re retiring, you know, in the next maybe several years, yeah. and we kind of want to get rid of uh, get away from these really bad winters. But it seems like the older you get, the harder they get on you. I don't know. There's a a, a gentleman that was on the show from Alaska, Hurricane Dave. And he, he tells the story so clearly in a song called Craven Carbs. And what happens as we get older, our body starts, as we get closer to the winter, our body starts craving carbs. And it's really a funny novelty song, but it's also pretty accurate. <laughs> because <laughs> Yeah, it is, it's kind of a dark time for me. I could tell you that. I don't know how other people do it. But, yeah. but anyways, yeah, it's, it, it's a great state. It's a beautiful state. But it does get cold in the winter, so be sure to wear your jacket. There you go. What uh, what's your cooking specialty, chef? What uh, like what's your what's your secret ingredient, your special dish, your secret dish? Um, when I started as a young kid, uh, I uh, I learned a French background. That's what I started with, oh, wow. and then being in Northern California, close to the coast, there is a, a wide variety of uh, um, indigenous products to use for cooking. You know, there is seafood, there is beef and lamb, there is every kind of produce you could think of. You know, so it was a really, uh, it was a good place to be at that time to learn those types of things. So yeah. I have the French background. I worked in that and California cuisine worked a lot of really fancy places. Uh, and these days, I've kind of, you know, these days I, I, I would rather have a roast. You know, I'll go out and buy a cheap roast and cook it for three or four hours. So I like the homely food. You know, I think that comes with the snow and the cold weather. I like soups and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's funny because I, uh, I made some. I, I'm a big New Orleans Saints fan, and during football season, I always cook something Cajun. I made a big oh yeah vat of jambalaya for the game on Sunday and I didn't time it out right because I slow cooked my jambalaya and it was it wasn't done until the game was already over but I like to sit there and and since I can't be in New Orleans I'd like to cook Cajun food so I'll have some gumbo or I'll maybe you know, do some ribs or some catfish or something just to have while I'm watching the game and uh yeah, it's, become, stuff, yeah. it's a lot of fun man and I'm, I'm kind of a weirdo in that uh for fun when i'm sitting and wanting to watch junk food for tv you know 
I just want to escape. Yeah. If I'm not watching reruns of the Big Bang Theory, I'm watching uh, uh, Beat Bobby Flay on the Food Network. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a fun yeah. show. There's a lot. There's a lot on TV, you know, like that. Um, you'd be surprised how much. Uh, you know, we're talking about music right now, but there yeah. is uh, a common thing between feeding people in feeding people's musical taste. Yeah. Um, it, they're a lot alike. Yeah. Right. You got to, you got to find what the audience wants and you got to give it to them the way they want it. Or if you put your own flavor to it, then if it's not accepted, you got to either push forward and find an audience that will be accepting of it or modify. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's art, you know, I mean, they're a lot alike in that sense, I guess. Maybe that's why I dig it so much. I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun pastime for me cooking. I, I dig it the most, but yeah, it's funny yeah. that, uh, that correlation though. So the speaking of music, cause you brought it up, the last song we're going to do of yours is called Zep 2021. And of course it's about Led Zeppelin. So tell me about that, what that song's about. It's just a classic Led Zeppelin song that uh, probably everybody has heard, you know, and if, for me, it brings back memories of my youth, uh-huh. and um, you know that back in the seventies, uh, there was some really great music, and, and Led Zeppelin was one of those bands that produced it. So I've always liked that kind of music, and uh, you know, so I thought I'd pay homage to them, and and that's where the song came from. And this is your version of which song? Um. Yeah, it's a Led Zeppelin song. I can't really remember the name of it, but uh, everybody <laughs> will recognize it right. when you play it. So. As, as soon as I, yeah, I know the song. I'm just drawing a blank because I'm, I've got Going to California stuck in my head because I was listening to it earlier this morning. And I know it's not Going to California. And I know it's not Cashmere, which is another conversation I had with somebody else about, about Zeppelin not that long ago. But uh yeah. We'll just play it, and then we'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good, All right, idea. Yeah, good idea. Jerry Norman's our guest here in the Music of America podcast, and this is Zep 2021.
Zep 2021, and as we were talking off mic, Jerry Norman, our guest here in the Music of America podcast, uh, when you get to be our age kids, you know, when you try to remember something, it just won't come to you. So don't even try, and it'll hit you out of the blue like nothing. So, Jerry, this is the segment of the show we call Shameless Self-Promotion. You mentioned getting together with a band uh, about playing out that you haven't done it for a long time, and uh, you're working on... Uh, dispensary lady as a work in progress so it looks like there's a lot of things that are coming up so let's talk about that let's talk about and shamelessly self-promote yourself where will we find jerry norman when will you be putting up more music and where will we be able to access that yes yes you could find me on social media you could find me on facebook go to my page look through my videos i'm sure there's something that you'll like um, you could also find a, a few things on YouTube, and then I want to start getting out locally and maybe start playing, uh, you know, the, uh, the rest of this fall and maybe end it next summer. So that's kind of the plan. Uh, so just look for me, and uh, like I say, I got a lot of stuff coming up, um, so I will keep you posted on, about that. That sounds wonderful, and uh, wish you good luck in reconnecting with your boys up in South Dakota, right? Yeah. And what was the name of that uh, band? What, what was that band again? The name of the band is the Canby Misfits, and that's C-A-N-B-Y. Uh-huh. Okay. And they're out of okay. where? 
They're out of Vermilion, South Dakota. Vermilion, that's okay. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, look for us. I'm going to try to do something with them this fall, maybe. That'd be good. Um, so I will keep you posted on that, bro. And uh, well, when that song is done, I'll send you a copy of that, too. For sure. Dispensary Lady, it's called. Yeah, cool. and if anything else comes up, I'll, I'll let you know. You know how to reach me, man. Okay? All right. All right, Jerry Norman Jr. has been our guest today on the Music of America podcast. Up next, accomplished and award-winning blues man, Catfish Keith. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.